3: This is The Rich Eisen Show. It's
0: Mahomes' world. We're paying rent.
3: Absolutely. Live from The Rich Eisen show studio in Los Angeles.
0: Niners fans are saying we can stop the conversation and yes you can. You've got to take Mahomes and put his ass on the turf.
3: Today's guests, Fox Sports Broadcaster Kevin Burkhart, Prime Video Thursday Night Analyst Andrew Whitworth, CBS Sports Broadcaster Jim Nance, Raiders Head Coach Antonio Pierce And now It's Rich Eisen That's
0: correct Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show We're live in Los Angeles California getting set to go to Las Vegas at the end of this show We're heading to Los Angeles International Jetting our way to Vegas Where we will be coming to you live Every single day for the rest of this week From Super Bowl 58 From the Super Bowl Experience Uh, just off the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're excited to have a great guest list today as well. Kevin Burkhardt, who calls all the top games on Fox. He called both San Francisco 49er playoff victories leading to the Super Bowl against the Packers and then the NFC Championship game. He's stopping by in studio. He will be here in just a matter of minutes. We'll throw him right on the set. Andrew Whitworth will be zooming in from Las Vegas. The same with the man who will be calling the game on Fox. PBS (laughs) and Paramount Plus, if you choose to stream it right here on the Roku portal, Jim Nance will be joining us here on this program. And then the head coach of the host team, the Las Vegas Raiders head coach, Antonio Pierce, will be on this show as well. We'd love for you to be. 844 204 Rich is the number to dial. Overreaction Monday on a Tuesday is coming up. The Overreaction Monday podcast, Chris Brockman and I did that yesterday. Amy Trask zoomed in with Susie uh, for What the Football. Their guest is the man who's broadcasting the game internationally to uh, over 100 countries around this wonderful football-loving planet of ours. Chris Fowler was the... The guest, and um, Amy told a, uh, an interesting story about Barrett Robbins that she's never told before. Oh, wow. So Jeez. give that uh, <laughs> pod a listen, why don't you? Also on this show, TJ Jefferson, you've got a top five list, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah,
3: we're going to – has a little Hall of
0: Fame type feel to it. Something I, I okay. thought of, you know. Uh, okay. Because, uh, you
3: know, the, the Hall of Fame inductees are going to be announced. Soon, on Thursday week,
0: in so. the NFL Honors. That's yeah. coming up on Thursday. And I'm actually part of the uh, – the uh, presentation of, of the hall you of fame are. class I can't i'm, have I'm that looking you, man. I'm looking forward to that that's on Thursday Keegan Michael Keyes, is the host of NFL honors is our first guest from Las Vegas tomorrow good to see you Jay Felly. you've got your Raiders hey, hat man. on good to see you I'm excited I'm all over the map <laughs> you're, you're you're part of our crew heading out there um and uh, good to see you Christopher how are you Chris hey, Brockman Rich I'm great man all right let's get to it 844204 rich is the uh, number to dial here on the program so listen I I I want to dive into this. We kind of hit this subject matter with um, with Scott Van Pelt yesterday. I kind of don't get the Brock Purdy conversation, and I'm trying to find out where the worm turned for this kid in the national conversation about his play, his preparedness. Uh, to be a Super Bowl quarterback, and then obviously him going against Patrick Mahomes, who is the ultimate game-changing quarterback, doesn't help matters. It only intensifies the conversation about what Brock Purdy doesn't do. That's, I guess, the question. When did this conversation turn from what Brock Purdy is doing into what Brock Purdy doesn't do or ultimately just can't do. Especially, that makes no sense when this sport is all about doing the impossible. Tom Brady, 199th overall to seven-time Super Bowl champ. Kurt Warner, who knows about winning a Super Bowl wearing number 13, had a movie about his Magic carpet ride made. And so why do we look at a player in the NFL and say, not only is the subject matter what he can't do, what isn't doing, but what he can't do. So last year, right? We all know the Niners were going to go with Trey Lance coming into this season, right? Right. Or going into that season last year. We all knew it was going to be Trey Lance, and, and then he hurts himself. And Jimmy Garoppolo was there, and the team decides to hang on to Jimmy Garoppolo despite everybody saying goodbye to him after the NFC Championship game lost to the Rams. They decide to come up with a construct to keep him there because they're not going to go into the season with the last overall pick in the draft being their backup, and eventually he gets out there because everybody gets hurt and he goes on an incredible run and the first team that he beats as a starter is Tom Brady's Mm -hmm. Buccaneers with Brady having his whole family in the house essentially because it was apparent going to be his last run and Purdy goes on a run and the conversation about how the Niners' season is over because Lance is not coming back, and Garoppolo is out. And there was even a conversation, if they make the Super Bowl, Garoppolo could be back. But that even gets pushed to the wayside because of how Purdy kept playing and looking terrific and making throws that the Niners, quite frankly, weren't getting nearly as consistently with Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's an interesting story that you heard Jed York, the owner, principal owner of the San Francisco 49ers, tell just this past week at a training camp conversation two summers ago after they draft Brock Purdy. And in training camp, he goes up to Kyle Shanahan and asks how the quarterbacks are doing. And Shanahan tells him the best one is Brock Purdy, which is kind of similar to... Remember when Tom Brady got in in yeah, 2001 yeah, yeah, yeah. after Drew Bledsoe got hurt and the conversation was, we're cool because we saw what this kid looked like in training camp, and Brady, as we all know, went on that remarkable run. Purdy looked that good from the start, and that was a conversation that was had last night when NFL Network's Michael Robinson walked up to the podium Kyle Shanahan was sitting at at the NFL opening Media night, and asked him about that story.
3: Well, it's, it's it's funny to hear Jed say that because it wasn't the smartest moment I've ever had. I mean, when owner comes in after training camp practices and it's like, "Hey, how's the quarterback?" And he what he means is the starter or the second. And you in irritation go, "I don't know, but our third guy's the best." Like that's not what he wants to hear. So that's why he remembers it very strong. But that was just more. Brock was so good right away with every rep he got. He was always the same, and he only got a couple of them. So it was easy for me to say because in his few reps, he was the best. But if you know that for a fact, I mean, then you do what you do right away. But he was the best, and but you ease that on. And every time he got a little more reps, it was the same as when he only got two. And so when it was all said and done and he got a lot of playing time, I was like, oh, this looks exactly like what I told you. When I was irritated, and he only had three reps, and I said, no, he's the best, but that's what was so real about Brock. That's why after his seven games, his rookie year, even when he got hurt, we knew what we had, because he'd been that way in practice every day, and it was the exact same way in the games.
0: I love that. <laughs> he's irate. Our third <laughs> stringer is the best one, because he was upset with the way Lance you know, and, yeah. and Garoppolo were looking, right? Or Garoppolo wasn't even out there, Jimmy, right? Jimmy was
4: not there. Jimmy, no. was, Jimmy wasn't Jimmy was even
0: – that's correct, right? Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy was, didn't even get a playbook. He told to just stay away. Right? We'll call <laughs> you if we need you. Yeah. And so Purdy looked the best. Now, again, as I mentioned off the top in What the Football, Amy Trask tells a Barrett-Robbins story I've never heard of before. But Susie does a deep dive into Purdy because, I mean, she, she and I were talking about it this weekend – this, this guy is, this this could be the Brady here. You know, this could be his Brady moment. And normally you'd be all in on that conversation. If you're in the national media, right? But instead it's what Purdy can't do. And you just heard how he looked in the beginning and how every rep that he took looked the same and how he made the most of it, and then this year, after he gets hurt, as a matter of fact, that's his only playoff loss. He's four and one in playoffs now. Technically, that's his loss because he started the NFC Championship game. If you have the metric be hey, uh, minimum five pass attempts in a game, he's four and zero. Oh. He only threw four pass attempts before uh, the the last one was the Hassan Reddick blowing up his arm on what looked like would have been a touchdown to Ayuk. But the point I'm making is this. The guy this year comes back from surgery. That's normally something you, you talk about as a positive. And then in terms of what you just heard from Kyle Shanahan there, making the most of a rep. How about this statistic for Brock Purdy? He, this year, this year, fifth in passing yards, 4,280 passing yards on just 440 pass attempts. That's 20th in the league. Do you want to know the list of quarterbacks in NFL history to rank top five in passing yards in a season in which he also ranked 20th or lower in pass attempts. You want to hear the list? Mm-hmm. Yes. The list is Brock Purdy. That's the list? That's the list. Oh. <laughs> no one else has ever done it. He didn't turn the paper over? And no, no, no. no. It's the, there's no other paper. Oh. There's just one name on the list.
4: Invisible ink or that's something?
0: It. Okay. He's the first and only. Well, that seems good. To ever do it. <laughs> and by the way, it's not just throwing right at the line of scrimmage and letting his guys do the work, which sounds like Debo, right? Sounds like. McCaffrey, right? He also led the league in yards per attempt. Oh, gee. 9.6 yards per attempt. Now, wait a minute. Hold on a minute, Rich. That could be just down the line of scrimmage, right? Right, right? right. I
4: need air yards, Richard. No, I'm giving you that. Yeah, I I've got needed, a next-gen stat. I need stat. air yards. I've got a next-gen
0: stat. Throw it deep, baby. In terms of this season, deep, when you throw for 10 or more air yards in the air, His passer rating is 130.3. That's first. His completion percentage, 62.7. That's first. (laughs) His yards per attempt, when it's over 10 yards, 14.9. That's first. First. (laughs) I just had the Alonzo morning gift. And in terms of when you are... Averaging over nine pass yards per attempt in a season and throwing at least 400 passes. The previous four players, Matt Ryan in 2016, 9.3. Rodgers in 2011, 9.2. Manning in 2004, same thing, 9.2. Marino, 9.0 in 84. The other four, you know what they have in common? They won the most valuable player awards that year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So what what, what what is it? Oh, well, I got one more for you here. Oh. Ooh. In the first two seasons of a playing career in the NFL when you've attempted at least 50 pass attempts, this includes playoffs as well, Patrick Mahomes, 110.4 pass the rating in his first two seasons. That's better than Warner and Marino right behind him on the list. There's only one player. With a better passer rating in his first two seasons than Mahomes. Do you want to know his name? It's Brock Purdy. Hey. Oh, <laughs> well, what are we talking about here? So, why is it? What What is it about? I think I've got the answer. Yeah, I've got some answers, sure. The answer is the Niners screwed it up with Trey Lance. And... Purdy's not the answer because you want the Niners to screw it up. Honestly, uh, uh, what it, what is it? Oh, wait a minute. It's maybe because Purdy makes it all about himself. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I'm told it's the exact opposite. Listen to this answer last night when asked about how he keeps a level head. Hit it.
3: I mean, the bottom line is, like, life isn't about you. Like, that's what I believe, you know. Um, being a part of something bigger than yourself um, you know, you get wrapped up in getting all the glory and the fame and the status. It's I feel like that's a shallow life, and um, that, that can, you know, fade away pretty quickly. So for me, it's, you know, obviously, yeah, we're playing the Super Bowl. I'm very honored and thankful. I want to win a championship for this organization. But more than anything, I'm, you know, trying to just serve my guys on this team well and, and love on them well and the whole organization and everyone in my life. That's that's how I view it. So,
0: What is it? You want me to tell you? sure because i'm 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 trying to figure it out like he's not the guy that the niners are going to eventually trip up that we we saw what he did last year and then he doesn't win make the super bowl because his arm blows up he rehabs it he has a season like the one that we're seeing right now and he's still cutting his teeth in the playoffs but well enough for him to have A fourth quarter and second half in the games. Kevin Burkhardt is about to join us. Called against Green Bay and the lines of the ages. What's your
4: theory? Uh, Let's see Uh, the Trey Lance thing you mentioned, but he wasn't even the second choice there. He was the third choice. Okay, Uh, he's the last pick in the draft. I think that really factors into a lot. But that's
0: something to root for.
4: Uh, nor- this is a movie. Normally, normally, but a lot of people, their perception is, is that he plays on a super team. So all he has to do is kind of
0: roll the ball out there. So if, if 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 we had shows like what we see on national TV and sports conversation back in 1999. Kurt Warner would have been a system quarterback. For sure. Because of Marshall and Isaac Bruce absolutely. and Tory Holt and Ozzie Sup- Super team. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the
4: coach is kind of an offensive genius. Oh, sure. Similar
0: to Brock Purdy. Just
4: roll out the footballs just and ro- Kurt just Warner. Just roll off the football. We're going to scheme it up. Screw Guys are going to be bad super groceries. Forget it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he looks man. like a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... He literally why doesn't shave. But hold
0: against him? It's exactly Sorry. the type of kid that you want to roof. I don't
4: understand Also, it. the Niners, a the team, they even won a Super Bowl. People forget about this. Longer than the Cowboys. Yeah,
0: Their everyone, drought
4: is longer than Dallas.
0: No one ever wants to bring that up. They'll always go, well, the Niners made it there. But no one ever says the Cowboys haven't made it to a Super Bowl. Everyone just says Cowboys it's haven't It's literally longer than Dallas'
4: drought. But all we talk about are the Cowboys because they haven't even made it to the conference championship game, whereas San Francisco has been to the Super Bowl and come up short.
0: It's a head shake. I think
4: maybe because people
0: don't like the Niners. Maybe it's he, also because, too, like the stats that I'm saying, you, you need a – you know, you need a, a – a college degree Graphic times calculator. 10 to figure out. Shout out TI-82. To figure out what uh, what a passer rating is. Yeah, I like Air stats. yards and stuff eight, like yeah, that. EPA, right. I mean, right.
4: all the kind of advanced it, it's metrics. It's not pretty, stats, pretty but analyze. neither was
0: Garoppolo. And the kid, had made the, he's made the Super Bowl. Well, Rich, Garoppolo is pretty. <laughs> mm, my bad. <laughs> I meant purdy. Thank you. <laughs> You're right, Rich. He is a kid we all should be behind, judging from where he came from. I don't I, I, get I, it. I, as a Cowboy fan, I don't like the Niners, but I would like the story. So that's just as a Cowboy fan. No, and fan. the one who's also, setting everyone else setting, should, guy who's also setting this conversation is a former MVP quarterback in Cam Newton. Yeah. And and he says it's nothing personal. It sounds completely personal every single time he opens his mouth on the subject matter. The other thing, too, is like this is
4: an underdog story, Brock Purdy, right? The problem is the 49ers have been favorites in every single game this year and they're favorites against a guy I put on Mount Rushmore, Patrick Mahomes. So it's really not an underdog story. They're kind of Goliath uh, in this situation.
0: Last quarterback in which a quarterback led the NFL in passing yards per attempt in the regular season. Against a team that ranked top five in a pass defense in the regular season, as this Super Bowl will be, was Joe Montana against the Denver Broncos in 1989. And he eviscerated that team 55 to 10. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that was a blow in think, the Super Bowl. I think
4: Jerry Rice just scored another touchdown.
0: Wanted to the start hard. the show with that. Because again, you know, it's kind of, they spoke about it on What the Football, and I'm, we're bookending. It's good as we're heading off to the Super Bowl. Let's take a break. Kevin Burkhart is here in studio. He called the divisional comeback win against the Packers and then he called the championship weekend comeback win against the Lions. He called last year's Super Bowl and he is the host of the Legends for Charity dinner where the Pat Summerall Award is being handed out to Romo, Tony Romo. Kevin Burkhart of the nfl on fox when we come back no slow music no slow music
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's talk o'reilly auto parts people or as you might know from their jingle OOO o'reilly auto parts they're in the business of keeping your car on the road Back here on the Roku channel our radio audience will rejoin in a matter of moments the first of two times I say hello to the lead voice of the NFL on Fox and the host of the Legends for Charity Dinner the Pat Summerall Award given out to Tony Romo by this man Kevin Burkhart good to see you great to see you we um, have so many friends in common
2: it's ridiculous
0: I actually. know and I've been told over and over again that we need to meet so I figured let's do it on uh, television. I like that.
2: Where our, our golf game missed each other like multiple that's times correct. last year. So like, this is the story, Rich. And now we just go forward from it's here. It's My fault. I I I just need to get out from this chair every now and then. Yeah, you do have a job, a daily job. I
0: that's do fair. That. You know, that, so do. it's
2: it's understandable. Now,
0: where where are you from originally?
2: New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got the East Coast. Is thing, that but- why
0: you asked where's Del Tufo when you got <laughs> on the <this> set? <laughs> <Of course. laughs> like we all,
2: you know, we all have to stick together. Like the East Coast vibe thing. You know, I still have a little of the. Little of the accent every once no in a while. Don't certain words like what water, water, water. tournament. That's a giveaway. Tournament. Yeah, that's some tournament. of the giveaways. Right. Where if you get a, you know, if you get a couple of drinks, then it really comes out. So really, you a... Where in Jersey are you from? I grew up in North Jersey in a town called Bloomfield. Oh no, um, I'm from Staten Island, yeah. which is practically New Jersey. Yeah, I drove I drove through Staten Island a lot when I worked for the Mets. Yeah, so I, a... I, I have friends there. Yeah, it's it's all kind of in the same area. I just heard all right there. See, yeah. that was it. I, there's certain words. <laughs> it's a giveaway. It. You got to be careful. It's in there. Trust me
0: fantastic so you took you didn't take the verrazano bridge to work did you well when i to, when uh, you, you know worked in I, Shea, uh, or, yeah not
2: Shea, city field well, i should well here here's the deal at that time i was living down the jersey shore actually so oh, okay. i did so at that time it was i wow. kind of snuck up through there all right and, so
0: you did the otter bridge the gothills bridge all the way to Staten island oh, expressway yeah. to and, the verrazano
2: that was great until the, the end parkway. of parkway the- yeah. Okay. Right up to City Field. Oh My Sh- gosh, this is there
0: like a three-hour commute. It was a long drive. <laughs> I'm not gonna
2: lie. So here's the deal: going there, you have I make all the phone calls. It's great. So you you know you're doing work stuff and then maybe catch up with friends. That was fine. Going home. X-training game, oh, BQE shut down to one lane for construction, that's um, when you want to put a knife in your thigh at that point. Our <laughs> <Yeah>, radio <laughs> audience
0: just joined us back as Kevin Burkhart <laughs> was, was talking about his high. but
2: his knife in his thigh. His <laughs> We're talking
0: about, you're talking about New York City traffic back in the day. Uh, I'm back here with Kevin Burkhart, the lead voice of the uh, NFL on Fox. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. It's all furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Grainger.com or just stop by. Uh, so much to talk about with you, Kevin Burkhart. Let's uh, let's just jump right into it. When you ha- sat down with Brock Purdy over the last two games for him, who did walk me through what it's like to sit down with this kid before the biggest games of his life?
2: You know, I, I was listening to your monologue, and I, we've had this conversation over dinner. Our whole group. Uh, I think Brock's great. I love him. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think the cool thing for him is, you know, coming in last year, obviously was an amazing story, what he did, and then he gets hurt. And, you know, he's just trying to survive in a way, really, right? He's, he even said, like, oh, my gosh, there's Debo Samuel. There's Christian McCaffrey. This year, he's got he's got a little swag to him this year. And he's kind of he, – his personality has come out more, like when we meet with him in the production meetings. And I just think he's a nice guy. He's, I Like, it's to your point – I don't know how you don't root for him. Here he is, the last pick of the draft. He's gone through all this stuff, you know, tears up his arm, um, comes back way before anyone thought he'd ever be back. And it's just been sensational. I really, I think he's great. You know, we had him, obviously, both playoff games. And, you know, he he's just so open and honest. He talked about the loss to Baltimore and how, you know, it, in a way it made him not as aggressive because then he was worried about. Oh, he t- was seeing ghosts that Yeah. Night. And he talked about it. He said, it's something that he, he, he said, you know what, I finally got the last drive in the Green Bay game. And I said, enough of this. I'm just going to let it rip. And obviously, he takes him on the game-winning drive. And then it was very similar against Detroit. I I don't understand how you don't laud that performance against the Lions. He was so great in the second half of that game with his legs, with his arms. I, I just think he's he's real. Bottom line is he's real. His personality came out this year. He's just really easy to root for. And he
0: he is. Um. And I... I guess the pushback for people who are critical of him aren't wouldn't say it's personal it, it, they just they just see a quarterback who is limited compared to somebody like Mahomes and Lamar and go down the list of people who can beat you with their arms and legs and yet how many times did he—I think three times in that NFC Championship game he ran for first downs and got them in the
2: red zone two out of the three Big times, time. you know? My thing about the 49ers is this. Who do people want to have the credit? Because— <laughs> Great question. They're, they're, they're Okay, Kyle Shanahan doesn't win coaches of the year. Well, they're expected to win. They've got a ton of talent. So he doesn't get the credit or enough credit. Then if you talk about— Purdy. Well, he's playing for Kyle Shanahan and the, you know, the offense is so good. Anyone could, anyone could run the offense. Well, really? Well, not everyone can. CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins weren't able to do it. Right. Jimmy Garoppolo did. And and now Brock Purdy has been able to do it. Um, So who does get the credit? You can can keep going McCaffrey, right? For sure. Because
0: McCaffrey gets the credit, but um, on his own team may not even be the MVP. Purdy does get the MVP vote as well and Debo, right do you give him a, do you give him credit is he the one i i, I mean, think where, where do we land
2: here you i know? think they're just good and i think kyle is an incredible coach and he makes it all go and that's why he's got his own tree across the nfl right now i mean a third of the league is kind of around him in a way um but i i don't understand like where people want the credit to go to i don't know what they're watching uh, that's the bottom line and you know, I'm with you. I can't quite figure out the reason why. I, I'm not sure because there's so many likable things about him. There's so many big-time plays about him. You know, I think Kurt Warner comparison and that situation is fair. Um, I think the situation is is a little bit similar. Um, you know, I know there's always the breeze comparison because he's not a big guy and his processing, but I go back to the Packers game. Last drive, you know, and he even said he didn't have his best game. Last drive. That throw he made to Juwan Jennings, literally over two guys and dropped it in the perfect window where Jennings would have to catch it. And then that throw to Chris Conley on the deep out for a guy that doesn't have arm strength, who hit uh, Chris Conley, caught two balls the entire year, mm. perfectly gets him going. I mean, I, you can't make two better throws than that in the biggest time of the game. So, yeah, I'm, it's just a funny deal with, with them. I don't get it. That was after a highly uncharacteristic drop by Kittle, which yeah.
0: could rattle somebody like Purdy, yeah. you would think. And then he just... He just hit that back leg and just made two great throws. And you mentioned Warner. I had one more stat right here, too. Um Purdy can join Warner's the only quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl within their first five career seasons when you're drafted seventh round or later. Wow. That's I, I mean, he's he's in the in the realm of a magic carpet ride right here, you know, and it, it really is um remarkable. He's won four playoff
2: games already. That's true. Guys I mean, go their entire careers and don't win four playoff games.
1: And
0: then you, you, you saw um, the other quarterback, if you will, in the Super Bowl in last year's Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and you, you saw what what he can do as well. Um, when you chatted with Mahomes before the Super Bowl last year, what
2: it, what is that conversation like with Patrick Mahomes before the Super Bowl? I think Kevin. the cool thing about Mahomes, and, you know, we've had them enough. I've had Obviously, we don't have them as much as CBS does, but we've had the Chiefs plenty. Yes, um, He's the same every single time. He's just this really fun, cool cat. Doesn't seem to get bothered by anything. I think really enjoys the moment. You kind of saw that at the media night last night. He's kind of enjoying getting taunted by the 49ers fans and, and having a little fun with it. He just is really cool. Um, and I think... That's how he is every day. I've never met with him where it hasn't been Patrick Holmes, the same guy, fun. You could joke around with him a little bit. You know, he gives you a little feel, a little sense for how the team is and what he's feeling and what they're doing and what he's, you know, concerned isn't the right word, but thinking about in the matchup, Um, you know, and he had that, he had that quote talking about, yeah, I'm just going to go back to my Super Bowl routine. Guys, 20 years old. He's been in the Super Bowl a million times already. He's it's just so it's normalcy for him, yeah. Which is wild to me. Yeah, I mean his Super Bowl routine. Uh,
0: that 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 one did make me sort of chuckle when I heard that, <laughs> because it's legit. Like he's it is. he's got this thing already down pat, and he's not even 28. So or he is 28 and he's not 29. It really is unbelievable. So okay, what
2: what do you think Super Bowl 58 comes down to when you? When it all comes down. I think there's a couple things. I think um, I think from the, the Chiefs having the ball side of things. Look, they're obviously going to Mahomes is incredible. We know that. Forty ers have had an issue stopping the run, and they've been exploited the last two games. And it's because they're so aggressive the way they go up the field. And I think. Isaiah Pacheco is going to be a focal point, right? I mean, and, and they've kind of gotten more towards that, like in these playoffs and more condensed formations and, and, and running the ball and two tight ends and that type of thing. Um, and that's been a thing for the 49ers. You know, it's, it's a minor thing. People don't really pay attention, but a guy like Cleveland Furl, who got hurt for them, who is an excellent edge run setter, they've missed him in the playoffs mm-hmm. because both Green Bay and Detroit have kind of gassed them um, with these different run styles. So, I think that's gonna be an issue for them. I think they're gonna to have to do that. And then obviously you're gonna to have to figure out a way to get to Mahomes, right? You think about when he lost to the Bucks; it was the pass rush, and it still almost didn't do him, do him in, but it's the, they've gotta get home. The, the, the Niners send four guys. They don't blitz uh, very often at all. They haven't been able to get home all that often with four guys the last month, month and a half of the season. So I, I think that is gonna be critical for them. Um, from a 49ers standpoint, I think the fascinating thing is we know McCaffrey, Debo, Great. I just think it's Kyle Shanahan's confidence in Brock. And he'll go back there and shotgun and let him throw the ball all game if he feels like that's the way to win. And that Packers game is a perfect example, Rich, because he did not play particularly great in that game, but Kyle stuck with him, and he kept throwing the football. And I think in years past, he would have never done that. You know, I mean, you go back to the championship game against the Niners when Mostert ran for 300 yards, Jimmy G threw the ball eight times. He's not doing that with Brock Purdy. So I, I think the game, as great as all their weapons are, I think the game's gonna be on Brock Purdy's shoulders. And I think he'll be up to it. Well, I mean, he certainly has in in the playoffs so
0: far. And then the fourth quarter, that's I mean, I'm not going on a very thick, you know, very thin limb here when I'm I'm saying the fourth quarter is gonna be <laughs> the moment, but it is for for Kyle. Where for sure. is the O. C. in Atlanta? zero points in the fourth quarter. As the HC with the Niners, when these two teams played four Super Bowls ago, zero points in the fourth quarter. And I'm just wondering if, in the same way that Purdy was like, screw it, I'm sitting here against Green Bay, like, I got nothing to lose other than everything, so I'm just going to let it rip. I'm just wondering if Kyle will do that too. You know, like dialing it up and just...
2: just. I, I think it's a big part of it. Going against type, you know what I, I mean? I think it's a big know. part of it. And that's why I think they're in better position this super bowl than maybe they were the last one i don't know that they're a better team overall they're they're loaded 49ers that is but the last two weeks were big for them especially that green bay game you know we all saw the stats they were you know zero and 30 when you know they were trailing by was it four points or five points going into the fourth quarter that's hard to believe considering all the success that kyle shanahan has you know when we talked to kyle that week he's like we've never won a game like that here never Never. He's like, not even close. All of our games are the same. We blow people out, or it's the same script. He's like, so he's like, it was big. It was not, he was not overselling it. It was not hyperbole. It was a big deal. And then they did it again. So they're doing the divisional last minute. And then even doing, bigger. they 17, even bigger. They look listless at times. Um, same thing. So they go from a team that had no ability to do that to then the coach saying, okay, kid, drop back, going to put it on your shoulders. And he does it. I just I don't think you can, I don't think you can overhype how big that is for them as a team. They had never won any games like that ever, and now they've won back-to-back games like that. Exactly,
0: yeah. Certainly in the fourth quarter when they were trailing Green Bay going to the fourth quarter, and you pop up that stat that they've never come back it's from crazy. this large of a deficit in the fourth quarter, they did. And then they had an even bigger deficit at halftime of the NFC Championship. You and Olsen must have looked at each other when that thing was all Lions, and just looked at each other going,
2: what the heck is happening in this game, you know? It was, I mean, we did, you know, we, we kind of thought it would be a fun game. Greg, like, hit it. He's like, first team to 30, kind of felt shootout. But the way that was going, we're like, they're doing what they want. 49ers can't get anything going. Like, it right. was it was surprising. It was surprising. Um you know, and then you get to just catch a fifty-yard ball off somebody's face, and the whole momentum changes of the game, right? You just—that's what it is. That IU catch was wild. That was
0: one of those moments. Uh, so let me take a break here. We'll come back. I'd like to talk about the legends for charity dinner, and mm-hmm. obviously, your ascent to the uh, the spot where you are currently calling games for Fox. I've got Kevin Burkhart here on the Rich Eisen Show with to follow. Uh, Andrew Whitworth and Jim Nance, who's calling the game from Vegas. That's how we're rolling here on this Tuesday before Super Bowl 58 on The Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So, speaking of staying in your lane, your lane was not supposed to be between the tackles That's as right. a professional football player. Right. What do you think you have proven so far, Christian?
1: Uh, I don't know. You know, I, 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 uh, I used to be a little bitter uh, about you know what people would say about me coming out of college and if I could play or not, and um, I've kind of I've kind of pushed that to the side. Uh, I have a new you know new attitude about everything, and, and I realize that everybody in the league has had somebody doubt them at some point. So I try to you know focus on myself and. Uh, Good or bad, stay pretty poised and and, and go from there. Well, I
0: remember when you were coming out and um, my buddy um, on the air and my buddy in life, Marshall Falk, would scoff at the notion that you, Christian McCaffrey, would not be able to run between the tackles, that you would be more of an elite sort of weapon in the NFL that can come in every now and then and uh, gain the edge and run. He was basically like, that's nonsense. And he said this week that you are, quote unquote, a better version of him. He's a better version of me is what he said. What did, did you hear him say? Yep.
1: That? Yeah, I know that. I mean, that's a huge honor, um, huge honor. It's a guy I watched, I've seen every clip of his, uh, obviously somebody who uh, was in the thousand thousand category as well. Um, and and so for me, hearing that from a guy like that is a big honor. I don't know, you know, he. Did, one thing I, that, that I respect and I heard this, you know, from a lot of different players in the league is, um, it's really good when you have one or two really good years, but but the greats do it over their entire career. And when you talk about Marshall Falk, um, you know, I got a lot of work to do as far as that. You know, I'm, I'm going into year four. Uh, that's an unbelievable honor that he even mentioned that. But uh, I'm excited to try to, to try to continue to do it and do it throughout my entire career. Update, he's still doing it.
0: Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Roku and TCL have teamed up for an awesome sweepstakes this week. One lucky winner will walk away from the big game with a brand new 85-inch TCL Roku TV. To enter, head to Roku's official account at Roku on X, formerly known as Twitter, and reply to their pinned tweet with who you think is going to win the game, plus the hashtag TCL Roku TV, that's TCL Roku TV, between now and Sunday. Back here on our simulcast with Kevin Burkhart, the lead voice of the NFL on Fox, and you're going to be the host on Thursday night for the Legends for Charity Dinner in honor of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital raising as much money as possible. Tony Romo's getting the Pat Summerall Award, and it's pretty cool because you currently occupy Pat's seat, right? And that, in the booth for Fox.
2: Yeah, it, it means a lot to me too. Um, you know, I, I met Cherry, uh, Pat's wife, a few years ago, and it was just like so special for me because, you know, as a kid, you know, growing up in New Jersey, like Sundays, we just loved football, right? Like as a little kid, we we'd go to church, we go to the deli, we get, you know, cold cuts, the whole situation. Yes. And then we go and watch football. So, like, Pat and John, like, they're, I always wanted to do the NFL because of them and i just pads voice just it just felt so big and i just revered him so it's pretty awesome i don't take that lately it's pretty cool yeah i it's funny like even getting into this like i always uh, i am not saying that you know i'm trying to be pad or because i can't no one could be him but i always think of like situations that come up like how would summerall handle this or like especially when i was getting started like what would he do or what would he say or I don't know, like just different things. Like he's a, he's a big inspiration. He was well for a few things. First of all, uh, I think the same thing when I'm
0: at the mic calling some of these games on NFL network internationally, more Summerall is all I keep thinking yeah. of just myself in my head, which means say nothing. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I true. mean, don't, don't mm. say too much. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's like touchdown that suffices, you know, and that's, that's Summerall and I'm the same way as you growing up where football meant a lot. Uh, no church, a lot of deli. Um, that's me. Um, but of I do remember though, watching Summerall and Brookshire mm. on CBS, do a lot of those Cowboys games where the offensive lineman would stand up and then get down. Oh, Andrew. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was my upbringing as well. And so, yeah, when you're at an event where the award given out is the Summerall award, and obviously the charity is for St. Jude and, um, this is, this is pretty big, man. It's pretty cool.
2: I'm excited. Uh, you know, and I, am so lucky to follow in your footsteps, all the great work you've done for St. Jude. And, you know, when they asked me, it, it's, it's obviously an honor. It's a great thing. And it's, it's a, it hits a little home too, because it was my late, uh, mother-in-law's favorite charity. She battled cancer for over 20 years, multiple kinds, and mm-hmm. she just loved St. Jude. So, um, you know pretty cool for us as a family for me to be able to host the dinner um, and yeah for the Pat Summerall award there's a lot of good symmetry for me so it, it means a lot to me personally that's
0: Thursday night um, in Las Vegas Nevada uh, I've got Kevin Burkhart here on the program and listen I I, I, I enjoy the games and I, th- I think you and Olsen are phenomenal together now I've had these conversations on live TV and radio when I'm asked about decisions my bosses are going to make, and it's not your choice, right? I mean, you you are calling these games, but obviously it looks like Greg's out, and Tom Brady is going to be in, and um, Brady is Brady. There's no question about it. What, what can you reveal about your... your- rehearsals have you you've done some games with Brady off air Hey, we've so had a far. couple um okay. you
2: know I mean the bulk of the work is going to be now right now that you know because it's kind of hard I mean as you know Rich like you're in the middle of the season you're you're bouncing all over the place all over the country and so um you know we've obviously talked and um about different things and we've had a, we've had a couple rehearsals to kind of get going which has been great um and as you well know Uh, because I know I take a lot of pride in this, as I know you do, right? Because I do studio and Mm play-by-play. I I love doing both. But I think the one thing that's the same is that you have to have the relationships for it to work. Now, I'm not saying you have to be best friends and best man in somebody's wedding for it to work, but you have to have a friendship, a relationship, a a trust— all of that in both avenues otherwise it just doesn't fly like you know when i'm doing the the mlb stuff with all of our guys you know i'm sitting with hall of fame legend players yes. just like you are in game day and, and they let me rip them and, and bust them. who am i but they don't you know but it's because there's a relationship there and so the same thing when you're in the booth it's just building the trust where you know uh, greg knows that i'm gonna do this for him and then i know you know it's it's that back and forth so i think of all the things we've had a couple rehearsals it's it's been fun and now it's going to be about just spending time together and you know yeah working on the crap but also just getting to know you know i know tom the football player Mm -hmm. but getting to know what makes him tick off the field i think is going to be important for us well twist your arm right tough (laughs) listen you know, like it's
0: literally, it's, it's very, it's it, what everybody would want to do is you've got to spend time with Tom. It's Brady just like what I, I thought know. when I was
2: like <laughs> roaming the playground at Franklin school in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Oh, you're going to hang out with like Tom Brady and Jeter. And like, yeah. I'm like, sure, that'll happen at some point. So it's, it doesn't make any sense, Rich, right. but I'll take it. You know? So
0: uh, I, and again, um, I, 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 I set it up this way because I, I know if you're going to talk about Brady, this is nothing against Greg. You know what I'm saying? Like the, he's, phenomenal at this and has a humongous career at fox or wherever he's gonna call these games so that's my long-winded listen greg and i are as tight as can be i've known him forever so he's just a phenomenal human and whatever great but like what does brady sound like calling a game i mean can you tell me what it
2: what it sounds like i think i think it's going to be fascinating because of obviously who he is and what he knows right um so in the couple of rehearsals, again we're just like we're just like hitting the ground running. It's right. so, but I, he just had a couple things that he said, and we're like, oh, that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that you know. So it's like the so I think the more we do it, and the more that he finds um, his voice, uh, and just start you know, I, I think a lot of this you know when you work with all time great players, I think it's sometimes like the common stuff for them, they don't think it's interesting. Where maybe you and I are like, oh my gosh, that's so fascinating. right? Like right. I've been out to dinners like you have and I'm like, wait, wait, tell me what do you mean by that? Yes. And and it's so interesting. So it's almost making them realize like that is awesome to everyone at home. Maybe to you it's common, but not to me. Or anyone, no
0: question. Right. And 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 you have to and and in your role is to tell somebody, you know, with seven Super Bowl rings and all these accomplishments. Mm-hmm what you think is just matter of fact is exactly the sort of stuff that you need to say for sure. and you must say it and you must say it with a certain, you know, energy as well that it has to come across. And, and some, some people can get it just like that, including, you know, Greg and uh, who's the, the, the individual getting the Summerall award on Thursday night, Romo, sure. where it just, you know, it turns on. And, and I think, you know, just in terms of Tom's, Experiences, how many people can put on a microphone, go into a game and have and bring into the experience of being a sixth round draft choice, being overlooked, having an opportunity placed directly in front of you and making the most of it, then going on a ride that nobody sees coming, then take that opportunity, turn it into three, eight Super Bowls in four years, then have a 10 year drought of winning it then becoming a 40-year-old and having the greatest career that many anybody's ever had, but you're also 40, and you're thinking about your own football mortality, and you're also switching teams, you become a free agent. I mean, all in one human being? That is an unbelievable wealth
2: of experiences somebody can bring into the booth. It's a, it's a lot to draw from, and there's a lot to relate to, and I just— th- yeah, you know, I'm gonna be interested to see how how he sees it in real time. Cause that's the one thing that we've never seen is okay, like, you know, talk to him pre game, postgame, spend a lot of time in obviously production meetings with him, but how does he see it in real time? As it's as it's happening. That's gonna be fascinating. And being critical of stuff. Well, that's obviously a big part of it, right? That's obviously a big part of it. Like I said, it's been so interesting for me. You know, this past year getting to know and work with Derek Jeter, it was the same thing. Like people, obviously he's one of the biggest superstars on the planet, mm-hmm. but Derek was so good in New York, as you know, about just, you know, not saying anything, shutting it down. He he was perfect. He knew how to do it and getting to know him, uh, like I was fortunate enough to do. And just the things that he would say and the stories that he would tell, I was like, tell me more, <laughs> like, tell me more. Sure. And it was just so, so it, it's, that part is the coolest thing of what we do. Yeah. Like. Being being coached
0: by Belichick, it's being a, able to tell these stories, uh, and
2: it's it's but that's your... the other thing is you. I'm sure you've experienced this too. Is like everyone that I've ever worked with, you know, that I've been lucky enough to be next to in this job, mm-hmm. they all want to be coached. So it's not like you would think like, oh my gosh, you don't want to step on toes, right? You're uh, you're next to these all time great players, but they want to be told how to be better. They want to like help help me get better type thing, and that's to me like the coolest part is just. You know they want the help. They want to get better. So tell me how to do it. I I, I love that. Well, and and then the
0: way to help him get better is just to hang. Just let's hang out. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, rough. I you know. Wanna, rough. You want to be in on man. this
4: meeting? To, hanging rough. with Tom Brady thing? <laughs> yeah, I'll just get Chris? coffee. I'll just get snacks. Like whatever you need. Yeah,
2: that's what he wants. Yeah, I've, had my, what I've had my I've had my uh, coffee.
0: And he's yeah. a great coffee and snacks Fine, guy. because we're good. I've
2: guy, had man. my Boston friends being like, seriously, Ortiz and now Brady. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, you're killing me. I was <laughs> like,
0: right. I didn't.
2: Hey. Right. He's a gem. They're all. It's great. Yeah. It's it's it'll be. It's been fun. Garnett. Who's next? Yes, who who would be next? Garnett. <laughs> who's Pierce? next? No.
4: K.G. Pierce. Run? Who's next? Let's see.
2: I, I don't know. If, I don't know if they're going to be on the Fox College Basketball set. We don't have NBA, so yes. that might be tough. Not yet. You never know. <laughs> <Right>. It's fair. <laughs> who the heck knows? In
0: this day. Wow. Okay. Well, that's. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 keen to to see what you guys you know look like and sound like and and. Um, and we'll get that week one, I imagine, right?
2: Yeah, I guess we'll find out, Rich. You know, we, we, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll we'll be week, week one. one. I, don't, I don't know like, yeah. exactly what uh, it'll lead up till then, but you know, yeah, we'll, we'll be in the lab for sure. Maybe it'll be in Brazil. Who
0: knows? Maybe you get that game. Who has that Game? Nobody I don't Nobody knows. Know. It's just, a, it's like I just got announced yesterday that it's going to be the Friday of kickoff. I saw weekend. that, but it, no one knows who has it. Nope. So <laughs> we just we go into a lottery wheel and like, <laughs> ta da! I, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. If you see uh, Murdoch strolling around Vegas, maybe you're going to get it. I have you know, no I idea.
2: I don't think I'm going to see him strolling <laughs> around.
0: At the nickel slots? That's, that's <laughs> not the guy at, like...
2: Rupert's at the nickel slots? Is over at the, up one up the blackjack table? I, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> that
0: would be amazing. <laughs> so um, in the uh, couple minutes I have left, do you want to take a crack at who wins? or you want to Ooh. stay away from that because you call these games? Or what Wait, you, I mean, I'm not really.
2: Work? I Gosh, I'm never really good with predictions. Um you don't usually put this hat on. I, I don't put it, this hat on. I don't, I don't get asked put it on. Um, that's why I sit with a, with a host of experts. It's so hard to pick against Mahomes, but I think there's also the there is the unfinished business for the 49ers and the Shanahan. They've been here so many times yes. before, um, and I'm not a betting person, but the line's weird to me. The line, the line, the line's weird to me. It's almost it's like the same thing. It's almost like it's it's begging the world to pick yep. the Chiefs. <laughs> Um, and I just think Brock Purdy's up to the task. I'll just leave it at that.
4: K. B. with a pick. Uh,
0: okay.
2: All right. So where where who have we gotten so far? We got uh, uh, Chris
4: Long is
0: uh, taking the Chiefs. Van Pelt says he's taking the Niners, but and he doesn't was, like it. He doesn't he, like. He, doesn't he, 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 take them, but doesn't but, he, like it no, doesn't because, like, because like of the line. line yeah. The same thing. The line's weird. But
4: everyone's taking. Gonna, you're going to see everyone's going to take KC this week. Can't bet against Mahomes. Well, totally, Stone
0: Street took Kansas totally, City, but totally that's again. a shocker. Yeah, I know, totally. <laughs> shocking. We caught him on a good day. <laughs> you know. Um, All right. Yeah. We got. We, that's well. I won't ask Nance that question,
2: but that's us. tough when you're calling the game you to think? say. At least like. <laughs>
0: everyone thinks you're rooting against their team anyway
2: it's like it's truly unbelievable just ask your
0: predecessor who once upon a time looks on twitter and saying he's being biased against the red sox and the yankees
2: and he's like i'm not calling the game (laughs) that was the all time that's all you need to know right (laughs) Joe, all you do is root against You're, my team. Well, well, I'm in Cabo right now, I'm so I'm not kinda, calling
0: okay, that it's game. So hard to do. Genius. Unbelievable. Genius. Kevin Burkhardt here on the Rich Eisen show. Thank you for coming on. Have a great dinner on Thursday Thank night, you, Rich. And uh, Andrew Whitworth and Jim Nance coming up in hour number two. Although we're still here on Roku. You got a score, maybe? Uh... Don't. I mean, you want to give a score? Oh, what, are you trying to get help on the
4: over-under? For hey, records purposes.
2: I mean, I... I oh, that's I, true. We are asking everyone I'm, for I'm a score. it. Okay. Oh, gosh. I mean, I, I literally never make predictions, but I think... That means
4: you're going to
2: win. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of gave you the hint there. All right, I'll say 27-24. Uh, How about that? There you go. Love it. What, what does that mean for you? That's over with okay. the Niners cover. Yeah, see, I have no, I have no, no concept of the... See, the uh, over yeah, I, as an NFL employee yeah.
0: who... who must walk through the casinos all weekend long and just go straight to the elevator. Uh-huh. Um I'm like the unfrozen caveman lawyer when this time, I'm like your terms confuse me. I do not know what you mean by over and under.
4: What is this part line? Of?
0: I thought you said lions for a second. No. I don't know what you mean.
2: Listen, not not everyone could be Al and just or Brent <laughs> yeah, right. and just Brent. snake it in. You know, that's right at the end. Like that's above my that's above my talent level. Yes.
0: Right right at the end right
2: at the end. He goes over the goal it's line. It's
0: unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I can't do it. I'm Musburger, just... uh, we're seeing him Wednesday. He's a we're seeing him tomorrow. Oh, awesome. awesome. Brent, we are looking live with him. That is gonna be all and, and I mean, he was poolside with Namath when Namath gave the guarantee. How does that sound? Pretty great. Right. Thank you for coming on here, Kevin. You're you're local, so anytime yeah, we'd love thanks to for have having you me, back. It was fun. Is, it's it's been too long. Kevin Burkhardt here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll talk to Wit, as the friends call him next.